Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Monetization Masters podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gallett. Thanks for joining me today. I encourage you to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. The idea behind the podcast is to meet people who are thought leaders and practitioners in the growing and influential monetization space, and to give them a platform to share their quick thoughts or ideas. Always looking for guests, so if you're interested in joining me, feel free to reach out to me directly at jeff.g at monetize360.io. That's G-E-O-F-F dot G at monetize360.io. Today, we have the second part of a three-part series featuring our friend, Manoj Roy. Hope you enjoy it. You had mentioned in a previous conversation something that I had not really thought of, which goes beyond just the risk to the customer churn and the customer loyalty, but it's the inaccuracy or the lack of trust on an invoice that can potentially affect the business's ability to generate operating liquidity. Can you touch on that briefly? Um, yes. So, so, so seller, typically when um, two trading partners get to agreement, you have terms, how long will it before I can make the payment? So 30 days. Typically, I've seen that to be anywhere between 45 and 90 days, depending on, on the comfort level of the partnership. So when, when a when a invoice is submitted by the seller to the, to the buyer, it is, the, the seller does its own job of submitting the invoice, and hopefully they'll assume that it'll get paid on time. But they are at the mercy of the buyer's uh, platform to be able to process the invoice, and correctly so. And so let's say that uh, the payment term is 60 days. The seller at that point of time is, if it is in need of liquidity, can turn around and say, I have receivables of X dollar to its banking relationship. And what can I get today? So it's a kind of, so one thing is a duration risk that I have to, my trading partner is going to pay me in 60 days. But the other thing is, the ability for the trading partner, in this case, buyer to execute that process and bring it to a point where they are trusting that, yes, I did buy the service. It is as per our contractual terms and we can be approved that we'll pay for it. Most of the times, it, it, it basically takes more than 60, 120 days to, to do that. And therefore, the seller has to the bank bank has to put a little bit more spread on its liquidity and risk on that, and and that becomes expensive to sell. I hope you I, I'm able to understand that it it is in sellers' interest to get the liquidity soon, and therefore it is in sellers' interest to ensure that buyer has all the information that it needs to approve process then wasn't approved then was in an automatic fashion. But that doesn't happen. And this is and, and that is where the I call it that is where the risk factor comes in. That is where the cost of trust comes in. And that is where the bank uh, puts a little bit more premium to that uh, duration and also to the risk of getting paid. So if I can paraphrase to simplify it for people like me who are not necessarily as financially astute, essentially what you're saying is that a company can they tend to borrow against their receivables sure. because there's a distance in time in which they're not going to get paid on the receivables. So they borrow in advance of that time and the bank can actually will, will change what the rates or the variabilities or the terms of that borrowing is based upon the risk involved, obviously, as with any loan. 
And it, the more information, the more, the better, the more trust the bank has mm -hmm. in the validity mm -hmm. of those invoices, the easier mm -hmm. and the better, fa more favorable conditions that the, the um, borrower is going to be able to get against those receivables. Is that, to sum that up, is that the simplest? Correct. Yeah. That, that's the trade receivables. And that's, uh, yeah. yeah. So that, that is correct. That's, I would say, is kind of a second derivative of monetization of a process or a lack of an automated process. So, so there is always market, right? I mean, if, if I'm sitting on receivable of $10 million, there is always market at the right price that somebody is going to willing to pay 9.5, 9 million for that 10 million. And then they, the trust get transferred to um, the buy, the, the, the person who's providing the liquidity to collect that money. So without, um, you know, I think everybody who listens to the podcast knows my role at Monetize 360 and that this isn't designed to be a Monetize 360 promotional piece. But in our mm -hmm. conversation, we were talking about how the idea that the end-to-end -end process of going from um, asset to digital invoice, which is something that we do, is actually pretty valuable in this process because it actually does become a single sub bit, you know, a much better single source of the truth across that entire continuum um, of of assets, contract, and then ultimate digital output of that of that bill. Correct. So you touch upon a really good thing. That's the single source of truth. As I was saying, the single source of truth gets uh, bifurcated to two different systems. If that consistency is maintained through a solution, simple solution, which both parties can agree, and, and, and transfer of that information and trust in the metadata of the invoice in a digital fashion, then all of these things will get expedited. So you will have, so if the, if the payment term is 60 days, the buyer can turn around in a lot quicker, say, hey, I'm going to pay you. This is an approved invoice. I'm going to pay you 60 days. So the seller now has the information from the buyer and very quickly that, okay, I do have a confirmed liquidity coming in. And therefore, the risk or cost of that liquidity would go down. So that's, I would call it a second derivative of monetization that, that uh, so, so so if you if you if 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 the seller goes an extra mile in ensuring that buyer is comfortable with processing the invoice quickly, then there is an in, in, there is an interest incentive in um, this whole process in both parties. But if you see so that's through the lens of seller. But if you see through the lens of a buyer, um, buyer spends multiple millions of dollars in processing invoices. They outsource, I mean, there are people who take this as an outsourcing job of AP operations. Buyers invest in technology and infrastructure to bring this trust. So by, by going that extra mile, you, I mean, uh, organizations such as Monetize360 would have significant market potential. So let's say if, if a big bank spends $5 million in AP and of, if you have like, you just look at Fortune 3000, so you you have a good target addressable market. The second derivative of monetization. Yeah. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode of Monetization Masters. Your feedback is always welcomed, as are your shares and, of course, your reviews of the podcast. Please follow and review Monetization Masters on your platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. We'll talk to you next time. 